Well, okay, okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Thank you for tuning in at 5 a.m. with Damian Dixon. I am your host. I hope you're feeling pretty good, feeling pretty strong. Because as you already know, this podcast was about communication, communication, and yes, a hint of storytelling. So on today's show topic, it's going to be titled C-SPAN. Yes, C hyphen S-P-A-N, SPAN. So grab some chicken fried steak for your breakfast or grab your favorite lunch item. I'm not sure where you are, where you're sitting or driving or riding. Let's just say thank you for being here. No, I value your time. I value your day. And I value you very, 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 very much. I'm so grateful. All right, cool. Let's get started. Okay, okay. So in this episode, we're going to talk about C-SPAN, uh, how, how C-SPAN originated, uh, how C-SPAN started, you know, and how it, how it impacted me and my dating relationship my first year in college. Maybe it was my second year in college. You know, uh, having friendships with Darcel Richards and Moses while working at Walmart. Like we all work there. So, yeah, cool. All right. So um, I was asked a question yesterday. Like, hey, man, um, you know, like, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, well, <laughs> uh, so I was asked this question by Sky yesterday um, and she's a coworker. And I was like, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to get into it. Right. So so I'm going to give you a bit of history of C-SPAN, you know, like what, what C-SPAN represents, you know, like, like what C-SPAN means, just so you kind of get a clue of, of, of what I'm talking about. But um, it was funny. It was, it was funny because uh, as a kid, I watched C-SPAN and C-SPAN is like a, it's like a cable satellite public affairs network. Again, uh, it's, it's, it's an American cable and satellite television network that was created in 1979 by, by the cable television industry. All right. So I'm reading this off to you so you can kind of get, get the history. But again, so it was created in 1979 and uh, by, by, by the cable television industry as a nonprofit public service. Right. Uh, of course, uh, you know, many of many other proceedings in, are in the are, are of the United States federal government, as well as other public affairs programming. But the C-SPAN network includes television uh, focusing on, you know, the, 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 the U.S. House of Representatives, but the main thing I want to point out here is that, um, you know, it has over 100 million cable salary. It was it was available at that time uh, to like millions of, of homes. Right. Um, which was pretty cool. But the main thing about C-SPAN that I wanted to share with you is that that C-SPAN is not governed or it, it's, it's an independent network that operates independently as the cable industry and the U.S. Congress does not have control over its programming content. So you got to understand how, how big of a deal this is, okay? Like, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in radio. Um, podcast is radio, right? It's always a fight for a power for, for control over programming content. And so as a kid, I was like, man, I'm going to be on C-SPAN one day. I'm going to be on C-SPAN one day. I would tell myself that, right? I'm going to be on there, which, which of course I would I mean, I, I'm not. I mean, I love politics, but I'm not going to argue, fight off. I'm not going to argue and fight over them. But I do want to understand and be informed and, and know what policies are being implemented. Right? Uh, it, it matters. So, <laughs> so C-SPAN is a C-SPAN is a private nonprofit or, or organization funded by its cable and satellite affiliates, and it does not have and it does not have advertisement uh, advertisement on any of its networks, or its radio station, or its website. Nor does it solicit, nor nor does it solicit or donate. Um, I'm sorry. Nor does it solicit don- d- donations or pledges. So again, the main thing about C-SPAN, it's now it's going to be C, 
the letter C hyphen S-P-A-N, C-SPAN. I'm sure you probably may have never heard of it. Maybe you have, but uh, it's a network. Um, it's a network that operates independently as a cable industry. And the U.S. Congress does not have control over its programming or its content. So you got to understand, like, I, I never knew that growing up. I never knew that aspect. Right. So. So, again, uh, so like, you know, once once guy asked me, you're like, hey, you know, like, like what would you want to be to grow up? And I asked her the same question. I was like, man, like, do kids ask each other? Or are, are kids in 2022, 2023, are, are they still being asked, hey, you know, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Anyway, so as I thought about this question, I, I just reflected. I'm like, man, I, I never told anyone that I really, really, really wanted to be on C-SPAN. And, I, and this, here's the crazy part. When she asked me, I didn't even tell her that either. Like, I told her, um, you know, I think I wanted to be a fireman or, you know, some kind of, um, you know, uh, accountant maybe or something I still wasn't honest with her right but but I secretly I mean because like think about it man you, who 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 wants to sit around so, so C-SPAN like, let me just try to try to paint a picture imagine a big ass auditorium full of all of these prime ministers attorneys lawyers politicians from every country from Nigeria Africa uh, Ireland uh, United Kingdom Spain, J- Japan, China, like, and, and the representative, as representative from each country, each each government in this auditorium, and they're sitting down talking about politics and policy. Very boring, but that's what I wanted to be a part of, right? And I, I, I think I knew that I probably wouldn't, because I'm sure you gotta know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone to be able to be a part of. Uh, or or in the media, I'm like, I'm not in the media, so I knew I would never probably have a chance to get on a c-span and, and participate but it's just it, it'd be cool to kind of be a fly on the wall so <clears throat> all this began to come back to me you know once i reflected on the question like man, you know like what do you want me to grow up so i was like okay i'm like well i don't really know so um i went to college at sammy state university and i was in my second year like so i was uh i was uh i think a sophomore yeah duh sophomore in college at sammy state university and um you know <laughs> Now, just just so we're clear, like Sam Houston State, Sam Houston State University is in Huntsville, Texas. Now, most of us will, will never go to Huntsville. You'll pass straight through it. It's like you got Madisonville, you got Centerville, and then you got Huntsville, and then you and then you go into Houston or Spring or the, or the Woodlands. So Huntsville, it's like a, it's not a one light town, but it's only known for its college, which is you know Sam Houston State. And the Sam Houston State at that time, this is two thousand three, two thousand four. I transferred there. I was a sophomore. Didn't know anybody, but th- that college was known for, uh, I think, criminal justice and maybe nursing. So uh, I began, you know, like, in- in- indirectly meeting certain classmates. Right, uh, I met Brandon, I met Sandy, Melissa, DeAndre, um, I met Moses, and I met Darcel, and I met quite a few other people. Right, <clears throat> other classmates, and uh, all of them, all the, all of them had a good, clean idea of what they wanted to do. Like um, and, and where they wanted to go, where they wanted to be. And I was like, man, I was kind of like, I was in college because I had made a bet with a classmate in high school, right? And uh, her name was Elizabeth, um, uh, Elizabeth Rogers. And she said, hey, you know, we're, we're going to San Francisco State University. When we graduate, I'm like, okay, cool. We'll go together. So I kept my word and I went. And of course, you know, um, my classmate Elizabeth, she didn't go, but I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go anyway. So I really wasn't in college for myself. I was there because like, I made a bet and I wanted to kind of see through my bet, see through my bet, and I was I was still trying to figure myself out. 
So when I got to San Francisco State University, <clears throat> um, you know, everybody there, like I said, had a good idea. And the funny part about San Francisco State University, like everyone who was a college student worked at Walmart. So in Huntsville, on weekends, people commute back to, to Houston or, or, or uh, the Woodlands or Spring or, or, or just Houston, pretty much. All, all, all the uh, students in Huntsville or at San Francisco State at that time all came from Houston, right? Or were going from San Francisco to Houston. So the weekend was very bare. Like unless you went clubbing or Houston had a car, you went to work. So I, I, just, I just went to work. Now at Walmart, which is crazy, like I said, all of us worked there part-time for school, you know, cashiering, uh, you know, front, front end, back end, garden center. Like, so we all, it was, so Walmart, Walmart, Walmart was like our little, our little brain trust, right? Where we all kind of came together after class or after partying or hanging out. And again, I wasn't a part of the end group. I just happened to work there. So I was kind of on the outskirts, like outside looking in. And that's where I met Darcel Richards, uh, she was from Houston, and that's where I met Moses, right? And, uh, of course, Brandon, he worked there as well. And so we all kind of just started talking and hanging out indirectly. And it was in that time, uh, like I said, I was very insecure. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know where I wanted to go. Uh, I, I, I literally didn't have a clue why I was in college. I knew I was taking classes, uh, but I was I was falling out of my enthusiasm and my passion for college. I was just like, man... I don't want to be here. I'm working this job. I have a car. Um, and I just I just wasn't feeling it. I was just kind of going through the motions, right? And, and that's what I was doing, going through the motions. Uh, I wasn't part of the end group. And it's something, man, whenever you don't have self-confidence, whenever you don't have a direction of where you're going, you're kind of like wandering. And people can tell you're wandering, right? People can see and, and sense like, okay, this person isn't, you know, they, they aren't, focused and they're not they aren't centered and I wasn't I, I wasn't and I was a very insecure person I was very unsure of myself and being around them was cool because they were sure especially you know Darcel Moses Brandon um DeAndre and I was like dang these guys have a have a clear purpose of why they're here but I didn't and, and a major major point of college is you're looking for someone who's like-minded. You're looking for one person who's weird and, and just off the wall, just like you. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, again, like even elementary, high school, college, I never, never mentioned that I loved, I love to watch C-SPAN. Like I love C-SPAN then as a kid. I love it now. I know, I'll never tell you what. I'm just so embarrassed. So enters Darcel Richards. Uh, she was African-American. She had short hair. Uh, she was athletic. Uh, she was bow-legged. It was hilarious. She was from Houston. And, of course, she worked at Walmart. And, of course, she was attending, you know, <laughs> San Francisco State University. So I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. So we, we began talking, hanging out. I said, hey, you know, like, um, I'm going to tell you a secret. Like, uh, she was the first person. <laughs> she was the first person I ever told, man. Like I said, like, you got to understand, man, this is back in 2003, 2004. You know, you're 18, 19, 20 years old. You know, you think you kind of have a good grasp on life until you meet people your age and, and who are just smarter than you, more intelligent. And uh, again, you know, comparison, comparison kills. So, so if you get a lesson from me in this episode, never compare, yourself, never compare yourself to others. You are you and that's OK. You ain't got to figure it out. That's OK. It's all good. Anyway, so I met Darcel. Uh, we, we liked each other. But again, I was insecure, unsure of myself. I, I mean, my confidence was just like 
<sighs> anyway, so uh, we're talking and hanging out, and uh, for some strange reason, like C-SPAN comes up, and she's like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna be on C-SPAN one day." Out of the blue, and I was like, "Shut the front door! Like, get the hell out of here!" She's like, "No, man!" And, and she broke down what C-SPAN was. She broke down how uh, she watched it as a, as a young girl, and she envisioned herself on C-SPAN. And she was going to college at San Francisco State to, to get a degree, to pursue her, her, her political career and aspirations. And I was like, man, right? I, I had never met anyone who was like-minded like me. So that's, that, that's the main thing about college. You know, you're, you're there hoping to find one stinking person out of the five million people you're going to come into contact with. You're hoping to find one person to have a like mind or maybe two or three you're not going to find 15 or 20 people who are like minded like you maybe maybe 30 unless you're, you're part of some kind of group fraternity sorority um leadership class or workshop you, you're just not going to find 15 20 people who are like-minded you might find one and i, I found darcel but but uh you know word of caution you know don't try to date each other and start liking each other now if that happens naturally then great go for it but in my case with darcel it didn't happen that way so I was so fixated that I was I wasn't the only strange person who liked C-SPAN and who watched politics on TV and who actually enjoyed it. Because like I say, you're 19, 20 years old. It's just it's not like the Game of Thrones. It's not like, you know, Squid Game. It's not like some kind of streaming binging show that you just like sit and watch for for weeks and days upon hours and just you know get popcorn and invite family and friends over and have a group television night sleepover no this, this is c this is c-span this is policy politics government this is uh congress like who wants to watch that so once i learned that darcel was into it i was like man i was head over heels like not in love with her but i was in love i was in love you know like with, with her intellect with her vision with with her her goals and her desire. And I was like, wow, man, like she is so focused. She is so sure of herself. And we have, we had a common interest, right? So I was like, wow, I, I want to just hang around her, right? Well, she wanted more than just to hang out. She wanted to have sex. And I was like, listen, you know, <laughs> I was like, listen, you know, um, I know I'm a pretty good looking guy and I look, you know, athletic and I had a great body back then, as you can imagine. I was 2021. 20, I, I, I worked out a lot. I played basketball, very active. Uh, you know, I was very, you know, appealing to the eye, but emotionally, I wasn't there. Spiritually, I definitely wasn't there. Uh, psychologically, I just, I was just like, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So anyway, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, we, we go to her apartment like all college kids do. You go to hang out, and of course, you know one, one of you has to make the first move. She was very aggressive. Oh my gosh, she was very assertive, and she's like, "Hey, you know, I, I like to have sex." And I'm like, "Listen, you know, you know, <laughs> we're here in the apartment. <laughs> you know, let's just eat some fruit and watch TV, man." So that was my thinking. I mean, when I, when I say she was beautiful, oh my gosh, man, Darcel was like gorgeous i mean she had the perfect black skin gorgeous black skin she had straight teeth like i said she was bow-legged i'm not sure if you ever seen them with bow-legged they just walked different she was so confident and she was just sure of herself and i'm like listen you know what you're on a mission you're focused you're on you're on a goal you have a plan don't get pregnant don't don't just be sleeping around with different guys you know and I, I guess it 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 caught her off guard, and it kind of pissed her off and made her mad. I was like, I said, no, 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 I'm not rejecting you. 
I think it's great, you know, that you're focused. But I, but I said, hey, I'm, I'm not I'm not where you are. So, again, back to comparing yourself at the same time you're being honest and saying, hey, I'm not where you are. You're in a good space and I want to keep you. I want to keep you focused. I want to keep you on on track right as a friend so i guess the whole friend zone thing i friend zone myself because i wanted to and i just didn't see her in a sexual light so of course that did not go over well with ourselves she was like what the hell are we doing here and i'm like how i thought we were developing a friendship uh, we have common interests we're both in college hell why the hell are you here you know <laughs> that's what i was thinking but i didn't say it uh but but uh, again it's okay it's a human thing uh, you get curious, you're in college, you got hormones, but word of caution, you know, just because you, you, you meet a person and you have like interest doesn't mean you got to start dating automatically or right away or, or even date at all. Like I learned that. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, we have common interests. Yeah, you know, we ain't got a date. So uh, we'll, we'll leave her apartment and I'm, I'm happy. I'm pumped up. I'm like, man, this is so cool. Uh, I do feel kind of awkward and weird because I was like, crap, man. She was she was hoping, expecting to have sex. And I'm like, you know, I, I just, ah, you know, I mean, I, I just, I, I really want to figure out who I was and what I want to do and what I want to be and where I want to go. And I still didn't have that answer. So we get back to my apartment, get ready to leave. And she cusses me out. She, she, she cusses me out pretty good. And, and, and me getting cussed out is kind of like a theme in my life. I, I've gotten cussed out a lot in my lifetime. It's just kind of weird. Yeah, anyway. Uh, and she wasn't cussing me out. I, I, I'm not really sure why she cussed me out. And she never told me why. She, she never told me why she cussed me out. I never asked why. Um, I felt like, dang, that's not that's not necessary to cuss a person out. Just because, you know, they don't want to have sex with you. Like, 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 sex is great. Like, sex is lovely. But, you know, then and now, I just don't want to sleep around with any person and every person. Ah, anyway. So uh, I get out of her car. She cussed me out. And our friendship ends, like, like that like just we never spoke again we never we of course we saw each other because you know we, we all had a job at walmart so i would see her all the time but you know we, uh, i worked in a different apartment in a different department in her uh there was the front end and the back end and then there was the garden center so i made sure that i would have my schedule from 11 to 7 in the garden center away from her which was very hard cause like i said she was the first person i found who was like-minded like me and who who had shared common interests but uh again we just didn't see eye to eye on the intimate part, which is okay. And in that process, like like my, my love for C-SPAN and my passion for it kind of like, like, like my flame kind of dimmed, like it got dimmed. So I was like, dang, you know, I still love C-SPAN. I still want to learn about it. And so like I, having met someone like-minded, it gave me kind of enough fuel to keep my flame burning, even though, again, our friendship waned. So enters moses right so of course like i said i work at walmart darcel works at walmart brennan does all the college you know upperclassmen sophomores juniors and seniors you know we all we're all competing working at walmart for hours and you know for 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 whatever you know cool people fitting in like i said i just didn't fit in so enters moses moses was from new york new york new york city he was super confident uh he wasn't in school at the time whenever i first met him like I, I was in the garden center, so was he. So I kind of, I trained Moses a little bit. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm from New York, homie." He was very confident, man. Moses was confident. He was assertive. He was self assured. He, he just had a, he carried himself in a way that he, he just knew himself. I was like, man, this guy is really cool. So of course, Moses, <laughs> Moses meets Darcel, and I'm like, dang, man, you know. So they hit it off, and, and they, they start dating. And so I'm like, oh man. 
like like this sucks, you know. But it but it was cool. It was cool. Uh but but no one knew Moses, right? Like only I knew Moses. So once, you know, he got started started dating Darcel, then he he entered the cool group and he's like, "Okay, you know, he and I just stopped talking. Like we and we weren't friends anymore." So it's like when when we saw each other, it was just awkward silence. And I was like, "Man, that sucks because like that that's how life is like in my mind i had hoped that it would it would be a certain thing in my mind but i wasn't accepting that, that in reality listen man this this is this is reality right and what's in your mind has to match reality and at that time i was just thinking like naively that we all would just be friends no matter what like and stay friends in reality no that that, that wasn't the case um, so Moses and Darcel started dating. I felt a certain kind of way. I was like, man, this sucks. This is, this, this is not cool. I liked her, but I wanted to maintain friendship. She didn't. Enters Moses. They become friends, start dating. I don't know if they have, I, I'm not sure if they continued dating or, or had a future together or, or got married. I have no idea, but I had, I had hoped to remain friends with both of them, but in life, it just doesn't happen that way. So, um, two things I want to point out here that, and I want to emphasize that it's okay, it's okay, uh, and make sure that you don't just fall head over heels into dating someone just because you have like interest. If that happens organically and develops, great. Uh, and this is something that I had to learn um, over the years, man. Um, it's a hard thing. So I just want to just tell you if you're in college right now or if you're in high school and if you have a kid who are, who's entering that, that world, make sure you tell them, listen, you're going to meet a lot of people who are, who aren't like you, who don't look like you, who don't walk like you. And trust me, they ain't got to figure it out either. And that, that's okay. But be patient with yourself. Don't jump, don't, don't jump in the bed with them automatically. Cause that's, that, that, that's dangerous too. Pregnancy, STDs. So now I'm kind of sounding parentish, parenty, and you know, adult like. But um, those are things that I didn't do, and and I I really wanted to stay friends with Moses and Darcel. It just didn't happen. It, it it sucks too. It's frustrating, you know, how we all can work at Walmart at the same time, same place, and then fall out of contact. And, and that's what happens in college, and that's okay too. People grow grow out. And like I said, <clears throat> whenever I was, <clears throat> whenever I was at at San Diego State as a sophomore, I was really trying to get away from college. So I started working, working a lot more, working a lot more, and I fell out of college pretty much. I didn't quit. I just, for a season, I'm like, man, I really got to figure out what I want to do in this college thing isn't doing it. And that's my point number two. Uh, going to college is great. It's a wonderful experience, but you may not get everything that you hope to get out of it. But I think you, you, you get out of it what you're meant to get out of it. Yeah. So I don't want to start talking at you. <clears throat> Man, I'm losing my voice. But I mean, I'm grateful for having met Darcel because, like, like sometimes you meet people along your path who who point you, who 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 indirectly point you in the in, in the direction you're, you're you're supposed to go in. So so today I have a small business today, and I have been in small business for the last nine years, and I just didn't know it. So that's what I was meant to do to 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 to, to work my own small business start a small business and, and enter the business world. So I had no idea in college that, that, that you could get a business degree, business management, business administration. I had no idea about any of that crap, finances, accounting, no idea. Like I was just tunnel vision. You know, you become a doctor or um, criminal justice, become a cop or something, become a fireman. I, I had no idea about that. So 
meeting how focused Darcel was and um, Brandon, he was focused as well. When you meet other people who are focused, it challenges you to be focused as well. as like, man, figure this out, bro. Like, take it seriously. And um, so I think for me and myself personally, you, you're going to keep your eye open uh, when, when things don't go your way right? and people do. Uh, don't say remain friends with you. Like you, you meet people for a reason, season, or a lifetime. Now I'm kind of, kind of getting kind of preachy, but um, it, Darcel really, really like opened my eyes. Like it's like a, a exposure leads to expansion, and that's what she did. She expanded my mind, and I don't think she was trying to. I don't, I don't think she was. She was even aware. Like I said, I was 20, 21, 21, 22, 21, 22. She was probably twenty, twenty one, and. Like she was so sure of what she was supposed to do. I had never met anybody like that. The fact that she was a girl was a plus. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the fact that she was beautiful was a plus. But she wasn't trying to use her beauty and, and her and her athleticism to to convince me. She was just passionate about what she wanted to do. So 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 in essence, I, I gotta thank her. <laughs> I gotta thank her for cussing me out. You know, I gotta thank her. Well, thank myself for not having sex with her as well. So it's kind of you know, kudos for myself. But here, here's the funny part, man. Oh, <laughs> I, I got cussed out by three of my friends at, at three at three different seasons while I lived in Huntsville and while I was attending uh, uh, San Pedro State University. I got cussed out three times by three different friends. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not sure that's a sign from God or what. So. Like I said, Darcel cussed me out. Uh, Darcel Richards, uh, she she cussed me out. Also had a friend named uh, Fatera Henry. She cussed me out and said I was a poor friend. I was just a bad friend. Then I had a third friend named Godwin. Uh, he had a daughter named Kennedy. Uh, again, he he and I worked at Walmart or met at Walmart. It's just so funny. And he cussed me out. It's like, man, you're you're a bad friend. And I was like, dang, man, like, what, what do y'all expect, bro? I'm twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three years old. I don't have it figured out. I'm not sure who the hell I want to be. Why would you cuss me out? Because I'm not being a good friend. Anyway, but it just showed me that uh, that that they cared about me, and that's how they communicated, man. That's how they conveyed my their messages. Like I said, they were really depending on me to be there. I know Fatera, uh Henry, she was in a hospital. She almost died, and then I wasn't there until the very end. Uh, Darcel, again, you know, we, we both love C-SPAN. And then with Godwin, uh, <laughs> his situation was funny too <laughs> so so he was a radio dj like he's like man i'm gonna own my own own own, own uh, uh music uh distribution i'm gonna be a radio dj i'm gonna i'm gonna make music and i love making music i, I love to party so he got his girl pregnant and he had a daughter i said look here man you got responsibility now and you gotta grow your ass up and you gotta quit you know hopping hopping around from party to party and of course, he wasn't trying to hear that. But you know, he and I still stayed friends because, like, he just does—he he just wasn't ready to grow up. Y'all said, "Listen, man, you know, I, I don't have any kids, but I know when you when you, hit, when you get a girl pregnant, man, playtime is—it's just over. Like, it's—it's it's just done." So, um, you know, we kept in touch, but you know, um, you know, we kind of, you know, oh, well, I, I kind of drifted apart. So, like, once I left Huntsville, uh, uh, Huntsville, Texas, and South Houston, I went to Houston, and he was from Houston. So, and we kept in touch, kind of, sort of, but, you know, I was working at the prison at that time, learning more about the, the, the prison system. Remember, I was in college for criminal justice, so I was going, 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 I thought I, I thought I wanted to go after that. 
So he called me. He's like, hey, man, you know, if you don't mind, you know, I've been calling you. you know, you're busy. You, you haven't kept in touch. Do you want to have coffee? So I said, yeah, sure. What's up? Let's have coffee. Have coffee, sit down. <clears throat> and at that little face-to-face time was our last time meeting face-to-face. And he kind of, he, he let me have it for, he let me have it for just being a bad friend. And I was like, listen, bro, I, I didn't mean to not be a good friend. At that time, I was probably 25, 20, 26. I was still trying to figure out who in the hell I was and what I wanted to do. And again, this is my word of encouragement for you. Some of us, it just takes longer than others, and that's okay, right? So I think you know, getting cussed out three times, I don't think it was warranted. And I'm not, I'm not glad that it happened, but I, I do take the positive from those experiences, and I, I do take the, I do take the intent that that they were meaning. They, they were well-meaning. It just came out uh, how it came out. But, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's funny how all this stuff came up and bubbled up, and bubbled up out of me from a simple question being asked, you know, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, and, and C-SPAN and, you know, and, and of course, I, I never told Godwin about C-SPAN. I, know, I never told Fatera about C-SPAN. I never told anyone about C-SPAN. Because, like I said, it's not something you, you just yell from the rooftops Hey man, I love C-SPAN. You know, like, like come on overnight for a sleepover and let's hang out. It's just, that's, just, that's just not something you want to tell people and share with someone. And at the same time, also, it's not something you want to be ashamed about either. You want to be embarrassed about or feel guilty. So I want to be clear about that. Um, you shouldn't be ashamed. You shouldn't feel guilty. You shouldn't feel awkward because you like C-SPAN. Like you like what you like. So just just take that. Uh, with you <laughs> I hope that you take that and hear that with you uh, hear that in this episode that that you you're into what you're into and that's okay and the right people will align with you and for you if you just keep on placing one foot in front of the other all right hey 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 coming at you right now with, with a special message from Cassania Smith King uh, she is the owner of Maya Bella's scented candles so if you love scented candles, okay, but you hate the black soot you get on, on jars from some candle brands, and hey, you'll absolutely love Maya Bella's clean, burning natural wax candles. Now, they are high-quality, long-lasting scented candles and melts that will have your home smelling amazing. Now, Maya Bella's candles are made in the United States with high-quality ingredients to give you a high-end performing candle or melt at a very affordable cost. Now, my Bella's candles burn clean and have 100% cotton wicks with safety collars. So you'll get the same strong, realistic fragrance from your first burn to your last. I love that about that. Now, so does your organization or does your group need funds? Please contact Cassonia Smith-King directly at her website at www.mayabellascentedcandles.com. That is M-I-A-B-E-L-L-A-S-S-C-E-N-T-E-D. C-A-N-D-L-E-S dot com or her email address, MayaBellasCandles at gmail.com. Now, lastly, you can find her on Instagram, the at sign, MayaBellasCentedCandles. Again, that's at sign, M-I-A-B-E-L-L-A-S-S-C-E-N-T-E-D-C-A-N-D-L-E-S. That is Kasanya King. Thank you so much. Okay, okay, here we are, man. We are at the, at the end of another beautiful episode. I want to say thank you so much for staying to the very end. Call to action is simple. If you are a first-time listener, if it's your first time here, please subscribe to become a regular, consistent listener. I'd appreciate that. Questions, comments, text me at 254-878-7135. Lastly, if this episode benefits you in any way or you find it you know, fun or, or just, you know, 
like educational, please share with one person, uh, one person in your community, family, friend, neighbor, coworker. I'll be very, very grateful. As I always say, man, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, we must go together. And Jesus, man, Jesus, he is the truest and purest lover of your soul. Cool. Thanks, guys. Have a good week.